Hello, Richard. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Hey, look, um, I was just driving on my way to work and I was just listening in on the conversation that was taking place. Yeah. Um, I found that quite interesting. I, I, I am a smoker yeah. um, of nicotine and um, like I don't do drugs and I don't do alcohol. And um, my smoking is addictive. It's the only thing I can rely on that, that actually keeps me, um, what's the word for it, calm. Yeah. And I did try giving up smoking and I felt my kids actually went down the, to the shop and bought me a packet of smokes and said, we'd rather you smoke. <laughs> Because yeah. you were so ratty. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have behavioural issues. Right. Um, in regards to um, the criminal factor of it, in my opinion, you know, all addictive behaviour is is a mental health issue. In my own opinion, um, like for an example, just a brief rundown on a bit of my history. I spent twenty plus years of my youth life going in and out of prison. And um, one thing I do know is that whatever program the prisons do come up with, with people with addiction, with, with addictive behaviours, it, it fails, period. Mm. Um, nine times out of ten, the people that run those programs are people that come from, uh, in my, and only in my opinion, are people that come from the, the, the bookworms. Um, you know, um, when people go through withdrawals, it brings out the worst in, in in human nature, I feel. Uh, I know giving up smoking did that for me. Um, it brought out the worst, but it didn't make me want to get in my car and go absolutely ballistic on the road. No. Um, or go or and anything. rob somebody. No, it didn't make me do that. Um, however, I did have thoughts of maybe um, in my youth going down to the shop and robbing it, you know, just to get just to get that nicotine fix. Um, uh, thank God I didn't. I, I actually... Um, you know, I, as I progressed in age, I did a lot more dumber things that resulted in me going to prison. Right. Um, but in saying that, um, despite the fact that I feel that the programs that are um, uh, that are placed in prison to help offenders supposedly rehabilitate, um, in my opinion, they don't work. Uh, I know that when I got out of prison 15 years ago, um, I had to make that conscious effort to make those changes in my life. Not just for myself, but for my children. And I mean, and I missed twenty plus years of their life. You um, you did a twenty year term. Um, no, no, no. They're oh. putting all my time in jail together. Oh, okay, okay. So, and that, yeah. What was the catalyst that made you change your your ways? Age. Yeah, that's that's what so many people say. They say it's either the love of a good woman and kids. Or they get too, or, or they get too old for it, and, and that's it. The love of, uh, of my children also. I missed a big portion of their life, mm. a big, big portion. I'm still making up for it today. Yeah. Um, I, I come from a gang affiliated background, so I only grew up knowing gang life and yeah. and, and believing that that was normal. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm I'm 50 now, and uh, um, but in saying that, um, when I got out of prison the last time, I, I thought I had to make I had to think to myself, how am I going to make my life change for me? I can't rely on uh, other people to give me what to give me that kind of life that I wanted. Yeah. For me, you know, I really thought getting a nine to five job was beyond my reach because I didn't have the education. Uh, I really thought that um, I couldn't live and please, I'm not a racist person, but it's going to come out. So I'm going to apologise now. I thought I couldn't live in a white world. Yep. You know, um, 
but but in saying that, that's just my arrogance and my own opinion. You know, blaming everybody else but myself for my own issues. Yep. You know, I'm a clinical practitioner by now. It took, now it took me 15 years to get those qualifications. Um, I work with mental health people with addictive behaviours and with mental health issues. Um, but it took. I had to re-educate myself. I had to get rid of think thinking and apply the goodness that I saw around me to, in my life to make me a good person for those I work with. So um, were there any two steps forward, one step back, or was it just a gradual progressive trajectory towards another life? Oh, look, it was one step forward and it mm. was um, six boots to the head backwards. Because <laughs> yeah. the reality of it is, is that um, the, the justice system, the correction system, um, just didn't let me forget my history. No. They wouldn't let me forget my history. So I had to work hard to change their way of thinking, really, really hard. Um, I know when my first criminal offending occurred, and it was because I drove a vehicle without a license in 1982. Yeah, see, that's what, yeah. I was talking about that earlier this morning. In the same process, I could relate to the young boy. I got fined for it. I, I, I didn't have a benefit. Um, I, was, I was a rebellious school, school kid, so I didn't go to school. Um, so I got fined. I got community service. I'm a young kid. I'm rebellious. I'm not going to listen. Mm. You know, so I still remember my first sentence. It was one month, and to me that was, uh, uh, to me it was hell on earth. You know, I promised my mum, my dad and everything, you know, I wouldn't do it again. And, you know, wouldn't you believe it? You know, I was full of it. Yeah. Uh, um, but you, you grow with age, I feel. I, I Like for me here in New Zealand and all of that, whether you be Māori or Pākehā, if you're born in this new country, in my own opinion, you're a native New Zealander. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter the colour or creed you are or race. And um, the one thing I learned when I was working in mental health too is that you know, um, the majority of the the rules and policies are mandated for all people. However, um, in my opinion, I think that's wrong. It should be, you know, mental health should apply to people individually because individual needs don't, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean a whole group thing is going to work for the whole group. You know, people need to be treated individually because at the end of the day, that's what you are. You're an individual. You're not a group. And you're an individual who's done very very well against the odds congratulations Richard thank you but um, it's a lot of hard work you know and in my opinion um, you know there's only one person that can pick you up apart from your children and make your life feel feel meaningful and that's you damn right